We really need to get an intro song. Because <laughs> I can't be that creative every week. <laughs> right. All right. We are back. It is I, Mark, and Cameron here. And we survived the hell that is Black Friday. And it's more volume. So let's uh, get the Black Friday business out the way. I had to work. You had to work. Mm-hmm. So how, how was yours? I mean, before I even got to the store, I was told that they'd already removed people from the store. Wow. Yep. That was a interesting You know what start. for? Nope. No, never heard. Oh. <clears throat> how, was, yeah. how was the crowd? I mean, I was behind the register most of the time, and it was just lots of telling people, it's not over here. It's not over here. <laughs> Yep. How was yours? Uneventful. Nobody really comes to my business for. I mean, you do, but you just shake your head and you're like, "Why?" Like I didn't. I didn't have any exciting thing happen. Really, mm. it was pretty boring. So I mean, I know I get I get lucky, but I still I hate the I hate the holiday. At least you get holiday pay. I'm guessing. That's right. That and I don't. I know. And that comes into our first topic. Mm-hmm. Walmart offers Thanksgiving workers discount in place of holiday pay. Yeah, and that discount is complete horseshit. Right. Oh, I know. This I know. I'm, But I pulled it. I was wondering why it took so long. Because this isn't like a, a new... Uh, this isn't a new revelation. Like... No. They stopped doing that shit with holiday pay back when I worked there. Yep. And I've left there six years ago. So, but I did like the cute attempts at people trying to organize a boycott. Like that was cute. Mm-hmm. But you got to feel a little bit better, like knowing that there are people that are outraged on your behalf. Mm. But just a little bit better. Nothing. No, it's not enough. Not a twinge. No, the people <laughs> who do matter. If they if they aren't. did boycott, would it would it would it make would it do anything for you? Probably wouldn't make Walmart care. You don't think? Like no. oh and I mean like a legit real boycott. Like that legitimately impacts your day. Not, you know, thirty people sitting outside your store going, We're not going in. We're not right. going in. I mean shit. But what if like they pick a random day, we'll just say December fifteenth. They pick a random day and let's say half of the people that would shop at Walmart just go to another grocery store. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think that... Because that, that's... All I foresee Walmart doing that day is sending people home <laughs> and just waiting the day out. Right. So it's like when you get pissed off at a coffee shop and go piss in the floor mm-hmm. thinking you're going to show that manager who... Yep. And all you really did was piss on the floor and some poor hourly is going to go clean it up. Yep. All Walmart's going to do is cut Send people costs. home. Yep. So they can still have money. That's a good... They're just going to just wait out like Nintendo will. What? Nintendo has so much money. Oh. They could be in debt for like 30 years or some shit. Nice. But yeah, the the, the holiday pay, I was still working there when that came out. And like, I was over the front, so I ended up doing most of the hiring and like, tell people like, you don't get holiday pay. Right. You get a holiday. You, You still get the holiday. Mm-hmm. Like the eight, eight, seven, six hours, whatever it was for the day. You just don't get the time and a half for working the day. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, I thought it's I was just any other day. Well, would you like to go over some of the most gruesome things oh, yeah. seen on Black Friday throughout well, the years? You kind of forgot the other topic of that, by the way. What's that? The discount and how it's bullshit. Oh, go ahead. Do that. So, your discount goes in first. So, it's okay. not a true 25% discount. It's a 15% discount after your 10% discount. Oh, I got you. So, they're saving you more money on their backs. <laughs> By getting it out of our costs. Right. Yep. So, even better. Yeah, I remember they did an extra, I think it was an extra 10%. And the first year they did it, because it automatic, it went to your card and it was your next purchase. Yep. And I worked overnight and I told my employees, I said, don't go to the register and buy a Coke Mm-hmm. And scan your discount card because it's going to take 20% off and there's no getting it back. No, no amount of crying, no amount of bitching. Right. Like, nothing you can do is going to get you that money back. You're going to save 20, 20 cents on a $1.58 coat. Mm-hmm. I said, so be very fucking careful what you do. Yeah. But I didn't have any problems. But So it's 15% off after the 10% off. Yep. So not a true 25%. So this article, between 2006 and 2018, 44 Black Friday incidents in in America have left 11 dead and 109 injured, including one man who brought home a shattered hip after being shoved into a shelf of cut-rate presents. Mm. I remember the first one, the first death. In 2008... A Walmart employee on Long Island was trampled to death when more than 2,000 enthusiastic gift grabbers busted through the store's front door and could not be contained. This marked the first stampede fatality. I remember that. I remember it well. Yep. In 2000... (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. (laughs) Fuck. In 2016, two people were shot in the parking lot of South Jersey Shopping Mall. One died and the other was injured. But it was far from the only parking lot shoot-up. Four years later, two people in Tallahassee, Florida were shot over a parking spot. Adding insult to injury, the victims never even made it to the mall for their Black Friday savings. That would suck to not even get in the door. Yep. I remember this. Man, I remember all these. There were no deaths, but 20 people were injured in North Carolina when an off-duty cop reportedly began pepper-spraying shoppers in 2011. He was raining it over the whole crowd. Some of it got my grandmother in her face and eyes, and she had to go to the emergency room because she is asthmatic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I worked in a store, and this didn't make national news or anything, but um, two shoppers were sharing an L cart. Like, they were in line in, in uh, electronics, and they mm-hmm. were each going to get a TV. And so... The store let them have the L cart, and then they agreed to, you know, right. uh, share it. So they take off, and they go from electronics to lawn and garden. Well, or no, they, they were going to electronics, and they were going back up front. And mm-hmm. they hit a t- an intersection, and you could go right, mm-hmm. keep going toward the register, go left to lawn and garden. Well, the, there was a guy pulling the L cart. And he took a left to Lawn and Garden, and the mm-hmm. person he was sharing the cart with hung, hung a right. Mm. 
Well, she turns and looks, and that dude's taken off, and she thinks he's trying to take her TV. Mm-hmm. So she runs up with a cup of coffee and throws it in his face. Oh, God damn. <laughs> yeah. One final lesson of those brave enough to shop on Black Friday. Keep your eyes to yourself. Following this advice might have prevented a man from being shot at a mall in Memphis. According to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, a shopper last year had the term, I don't know, had the balls to check out an attractive woman. Outside the mall, he got knocked out and shot by the woman's boyfriend. An overexcited spectator then pulled out his own gun and began shooting. (laughs) The paper reported that it was unclear if the man was shooting at the brawlers or just into the air. (laughs) Hell yeah. I want to be that guy. That guy that just gets... (laughs) Because that's a total Tennessee thing. He gets so fired up he just starts shooting into the air. Hell yeah. Dixie Stampede. He reminds me... Of that scene from, uh, did you ever watch A Million Ways to Die in the West? Mm-hmm. That scene where Neil Patrick Harris pulls out a dollar and everybody goes insane because <laughs> <laughs> they've never seen a dollar before. That's what that, that, that story reminded me of. All right. And I, I just wanted to touch on this article. And I'm going to say the guy's name because fuck him. Maybe this podcast will take off and he can get a whole bunch of hate mail. Mm-hmm. That would be nice if the store will load. There was a guy complaining that Black Friday wasn't dangerous anymore. Okay. He was talking to a paper. and um, So he wanted shit to happen. Yeah, he wanted he wanted it to break loose. And... What a raging dickhead. Pretty much. Here we go. His name is Jimmy Hall, and that's just a vague enough name that we'll never find him. But bring bring Black Friday back, Jimmy Hall. Screams. Hall, that's H-A-L-L. And then there was a lady saying that she pulled into the parking lot and absolutely no lines. The spark is gone. I guess the crowd was here last night. That was Robin Hull, H-U-L-L. Mm-hmm. That's the excitement for Black Friday. I mean, everybody comes out here for the mad rush, the craziness. Now it's nothing, says Jimmy Hall. With everything being open on Thanksgiving now, there's no Black Friday, really, says Jimmy Hall. But I don't... I don't see it as being fun. I talked about it on the Jeep Chronicles. My other podcast was that, you know... And in fact, other places like Sam's Cubs that's tied to Walmart, they were off on Black Friday, or Thanksgiving, we'll say. Oh, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Alright, let's start back at the top, because I've got... Alright, this story is fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. There's so many questions. You gotta... Okay, I turned off. This comes from the Birmingham Star City. Okay. 13-year-old girl among arrest after machete brawl during Frozen 2 viewing. I heard about that. 
A 13-year-old girl is among five teenagers arrested over a mass brawl involving youths armed with machetes. Youths armed with machetes at Birmingham Cinema. Families were watching Frozen 2 at Star City when the disorder broke out last night on Saturday afternoon, sparking a mass evacuation of the complex. Police said up to 100 teenagers were in the, involved in the major disorder where people were armed with machetes. Why would you bring a machete through the Frozen 2? And last I checked, they were more worried about shit going on at Joker. <laughs> they were. They were. Did, do you think they went to the wrong movie and that's what sparked outrage? Maybe. Or is there really like an Elsa Anna split out in the world? And I don't know why. I picture one of these gangs Latino and the other one black. Okay. And I don't know why. But we'll go into my thoughts after we... Dozens of officers were sent to the complex after a 999 call just after 5.30 p.m. reported a group of youths with machetes. <laughs> Two machetes were seized during the trouble, which saw pockets of fighting and seven police officers left with minor injuries as they dealt with the crowds in and around the cinema. Armed police were deployed to the scene, drawing tasers to to restore order following a very hostile response. Officers were left with facial injuries and a knife was recovered from a nearby roundabout. Knives I get! Uh, So I'm believing this is London. No. Well, it was a 999 call. I know. But it says, oh, it could be. There is a Birmingham. Birmingham. That might have been why there were no guns. Officers were left with facial injuries and knives were recovered from the nearby roundabout. Investigators said that they were working to understand the reason behind the disorder, which bears the hallmarks of an organized fight between rival groups. One witness said that a young boy was crying on the floor with his mother as the fight broke out. Way to go, Mom! Mm -hmm. Rachel Allison told Press Association the police told everyone to leave the cinema as they held taser guns in their hand and started to bring in guard dogs. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, our police would have had guns. Yeah, they would have, there would have been 50 dead teenagers. I spoke to a policeman who told me it is unclear whether the kids had weapons and also started when f- kids fight, they bring their group of friends. Eyewitness... Chloe McGuire said that the fight started as she queued up with her daughter for Frozen 2. It is British. Well, there goes my theory. Because I don't think there are any Mexicans in England. I'm going to say that's probably a hard... <laughs> they probably I said is. Mexican, not Latino. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think it's a Barcelonan gang? I don't know. I have no clue about how their gangs work in Britain. <laughs> I feel like there's a Team Anna and a Team Elsa. No, I'm Team Edward. <laughs> but it's just so funny to pick. <laughs> like, I know it doesn't have anything to do with Frozen 2. That's just happened mm. where it went down. Right. But a group of girls getting all keyed up. With my shit. Like, Elsa's a real bitch, yo. <laughs> You're like, whatever, fucker. Anna. She's the real hero of the story. It's Olaf. <laughs> I haven't seen the. I don't. I, I, get, no I get a text from the wife, and she's like, "Do you care if I take the little man to see Frozen 2? And I was like, "No, <laughs> I don't give a shit at all." 
But that story made me laugh. That was... Mm. Yeah, I'll save that one for later. Save that one. Here's one for the gamers out there. Come on. Ooh. Come on, yeah. How much money would you say you've spent on virtual goods in a video game? I've spent quite a bit on some. One of the more popular monetization options for the sort of game game games as a service model that is all the rage these days is to consistently trickle small amounts of money into games ecosystems by selling players cosmetics and more. Mm-hmm. This can add up to over this can add up over time. However, according to a report, one man in China spent blank. How much would you say this guy has spent? 30,000 1.4 million God damn. on a single character only to have his friend do what? Sell it for 400 I actually heard that head Yeah. Talking. He sold it for $552. Yep. According to Abacus, which is a tech-focused section of the English language South China Morning Post, Jesus Christ, that's a name and a half for a paper. A China man spent an equivalent of $1.4 million in local currency in the video game Justice Online. The MMO is in the vein of such games as World of Warcraft from the Chinese company NetEase on a character. The character was given to a friend who ultimately went to sell it back to the owner but mistakenly put it put in the wrong price. Rather than sell it for the equivalent of $55,200, the friend entered in what came out to be around $552. The pricing was apparently noticed rather swiftly and the character was bought up by a third party. The friend claimed that they were dizzy from gaming so much, thus the typo. In the end, the original owner, the one that spent the $1.4 million, ended up suing NetEase and a settlement was reached to help. With the help of a judge, NetEase revoked the transaction and the owner had to pay the buyer, who simply saw and took advantage of the great deal, remember the equivalent. The headline of that was more gripping than the actual story. I only picked it because I know you, right. like you're into the games. Right. I used to be. I'm not anymore. I think you can say I'm officially retired. Mm. Sad. I know. Your baffled days are done. I just don't have time anymore, man. Like it's, and I equate it to like, if I'd have gone to college the first time, like this is probably a skill you learn is how to balance your shit. Mm -hmm. Like you're in school, then you have homework and then you have time with your friends or girlfriend or whatever. Well, you don't do that. I didn't go to school. I just went to work and then I had all my free time. And now like I'm back in school. So I work and I have school and then all I want to do is sleep. Like, yeah, it sounds great to get on there and play Battlefield 5, Battlefield 1, Call of Duty, anything. Anything sounds awesome. But the thought of, like, coming downstairs, like, the thought of waking up at 6.30 in the morning and it's having that, it's an energy drink hangover where you drink two energy drinks Mm -hmm. to stay awake and you don't drink enough uh, water Mm -hmm. so you're all dehydrated and all fucked up. It just sounds terrible. 
Speaking of terrible, I'm sure you've heard this one. Papa John's ex-CEO says in viral interview that he ate more than 40 pizzas in, in 30, 30 days. days and that the quality has been destroyed, adding the day of reckoning will come. Now, note, these are all executives and like other members that he appointed. Yeah. Well, and when you hire people... Unless you specifically hire them to replace you, you never really think that, mm -hmm. like, because I've, I've heard that among the years of hiring people, like, well, if I'd have known this person was going to be a department manager, I would have interviewed him differently. You know what I mean? Like, right. But Papa John's former CEO slammed the pizza chain he founded in an interview with a local news outlet. I've had over 40 pizzas in 30 days, and it's not the same pizza. It's not the same product. It just doesn't taste good. Now, have you seen the picture of him in that interview? Yeah. He looks like he's plastered. Oh, yeah, he looks... And did you hear him? No. He is probably raging drunk. No, just his voice is... I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days. Living currently in Mark Shapiro should be in jail. He has no pizza experience. He's never been in the pizza category. I would just say, stay tuned. The day of reckoning will come. The record. And you know what he got fired for, right? Mm-hmm. They sent a black guy to interview him. Uh-huh. And guess what? what? The team that was supposed to help rehabilitate him said they, they couldn't do it. Well, couldn't do it. Because they, they declined to continue because he said the hard end again. Because KFC got away with it. The yeah. Colonel. Yeah, the Colonel. Now he's wondering why he can't. Somebody should just look at him and be like, life sucks, dude. I know it sucks. Just, just You would think if that much money was on the line that... um, Colonel was also how old compared to him when that happened? He was like 63. Mm -hmm. And he's maybe in his 50s now. Who knows? But I like it. <laughs> it was different times, buddy. Yeah. I accidentally let one slip on my Jeep Chronicles podcast. Mm. But I was quoting a movie, so is that okay? I mean, in the lines of a like context of a quote, I don't see. I didn't I didn't mean to, but right. it was a really funny line from a real funny movie. Mm -hmm. So and it was said by a black guy. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was okay. <laughs> for me to say it i didn't i didn't think about it like mm -hmm. but i didn't i didn't pay any attention to it i just kept moving on with my podcast right okay we still got a good amount of time let's go into lighter subjects you remember the uh the Olive Garden commercial that was written by a bot. I the, remember the, us talking about this, yeah, yes. the guy that made... Well, he's back. Oh. And he forced a bot to watch over a thousand hours of Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And he's released the first page of the... All right. So... The title? Damn, why does this sound... Does this not sound weird to you? No? No, not that. I can tell like, I hear you really good, and when I, I can't hear myself, it feels like I'm so far away. I don't know. 
Like it just it feels like I need to yell. Mm. That's why I keep awkwardly leaning into the mic like I'm about to suck it. <laughs> All right. The title The Christmas on Christmas. Interior Small Town Snow Globe Refillery. Not refinery, it says refillery. <laughs> We see a single mother refilling snow globes with Christmas juice. She is widow. Her husband died in every war. (laughs) Single mother. I refill globes better than Jesus Claus. Yet still my twins are dad free. Why? They need double dad. Businessman enters the shop. He wears clothes that cost money. His hands are briefcases, and he's Hallmark hot. Single mother continues. Hi, do your snow globes lack wet? Hurry, Christmas attacks soon. It actually says Christmas, like M-E-S-S. Christmas (laughs) attacks soon. (laughs) Businessman has a flashback to when he was a business boy. (laughs) The Christmas tree explodes his family on purpose. He now hates trees and Christmas and explosions. <laughs> he exits the flashback. Businessman. Shut your sound! I am from Huge City. I bought your land and am turning it into an oil resort. Single mother. Rude behavior! This is a family business. I sell families. I am widow. <laughs> My husband is now Bones. Sells families. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? (laughs) Single mother points to her husband's bones in the corner of the room. (laughs) They're all gift wrapped in eggnog. Are we sure there wasn't like some Family Guy movies stretched into (laughs) this thing? Businessman. All of my wives are Bones. That is America. But I must make money for twins to live. They are a prince single mother i too own twins please don't have bought my land christmas is today businessman ha i bought christmas and now it is never unless we go on dates single mother i cannot date because of a snow curse i pray santa helps me santa cannot help she did not know but santa was her husband (laughs) santa is bones bones help nobody what the fuck? God, I want one of these bots. Seth MacFarlane needs to make this an episode. Of I know. Oh. So that brings holiday joy. Man, homework. Who knew it was so close to just selling slaves? I know. I sell families. Jesus Christ. Okay. This story leads me into another story. Excuse me. I'm going to read you a title, then I'm going to show you the picture that they that they put with the title mm-hmm. of this, and then I'm going to read the article. Okay. I know that's how we do things, and you're going to see why I'm over-explaining shit. Okay. But here is the title, and then I want you to tell the people who's listening what the picture's of. Because that's what caught my caught my attention. Mm-hmm. Sunbathe your asshole for wellness. Okay, <laughs> it's picture of Frozen, and I'm confused. What the fuck? Exactly. So I have to keep on reading. 
So the title again, Sunbathe Your Asshole for Wellness. And it's a picture of Kristoff riding a reindeer and there's a bunch of reindeers around him. We're all lost in the woods now. When I get, when I was getting ready to see Frozen 2, a friend of mine only had to say, just wait until you get to Kristoff's song. So at this point in the article, I'm personally thinking, man, they tried to hide a butthole sunbathing joke in Kristoff's song mm-hmm. in Frozen 2 and it got popped immediately. The Disney sequel largely sticks close to the tone of the original film, and the one singing reindeer-sized exception, the songwriters behind Frozen 2 are here to explain the beautiful and bizarre strangeness of Lost in the Woods. So I'm curious now, because the title of the article is Sunbathe Your Asshole, Mm -hmm. but all they're doing is talking about Frozen 2. Uh Uh-huh. That's when he poops in the woods or something. No, there is no mention. It's just <laughs> the the news app I use made a mistake, and it just the wrong title. Yeah. Okay. So I gotta because <laughs> I actually have heard about the sun bleaching asshole thing. Yes, which leads me into my next story. Where are you at? Josh Brolin. And we all know who Josh Brolin is. You might just not know his name. Mm -hmm. One, he was the big brother from Goonies. Mm -hmm. He played George W. Bush in the movie W. Mm -hmm. He played Cable in Deadpool 2. And he was Thanos in the Avengers saga. Mm -hmm. I should have hit the continue button while I was saying all that. Avengers and Deadpool star Josh Brolin took to social media to say he tried the viral wellness trend of perineum sunning and issued a dire warning to anyone who might be thinking about trying it. For the uninitiated, perineum sunning, a.k.a. sunning your butthole, has started to gain momentum, according to health.com. After some social media influencers shared photos and videos of themselves performing the unusual act. They get a guru on here. I'm not reading her thing. The love guru? The the butthole sun guru. Mm. Her best quote is, The intention of this is not to tan your butthole. With all that in mind, Brolin says he decided to give perineum sunning a shot, something he now regrets. And this is a quote from his Instagram. Tried this perineum sunning that I've been hearing about, and my suggestion is do not do it as long as I did. Brolin wrote on Instagram, My pucker hole is crazy burned, and I was going to spend the day shopping with my family, and instead I'm icing and using aloe and burn creams because of the severity of the pain. I don't know who the fuck thought of this stupid shit, but fuck you nonetheless. Seriously. Hashtag Black black Hole Friday. Hashtag Black Hole Sun. Hashtag Severe Perineum Burns. Hashtag Santa Monica Fire Department. hashtag, Hashtag Asshole Care. Of course, he could have been joking, but that didn't stop many of celebrities' friends from mocking him. Ryan Reynolds responds with, <laughs> Dave Batista, Drax from the Guardians of the Galaxy, same, Gooch burns a motherfucker. So Dave Batista stuck his asshole out in the sun. Johnny Knoxville wrote, Taint that a shame? <laughs> Oh, I thought one of those were funnier. Hmm. Taint that a shame was that all right? Taint that a shame. 
So, yeah, the only reason I heard about this butthole tanning was from the, the article from the article that I read that had the picture of uh, of Kristoff riding Sven. Mm-hmm. So, otherwise, I, I would just, like, send in your butthole. That's weird. Yeah, scientists don't recommend it. Because you got bacteria down there that's good for things. I would imagine if your body needed the butthole to be sunned, it would probably be up on your shoulders. Yep. And even in prehistoric times, at most, maybe a couple minutes a day. All right. Because it'd only be there when you're pooping. <laughs> if it just like when you have to shit, it appears on your forehead. No. <laughs> so, no. So you're sitting there talking. You're on a date, and all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, do you need to go to the bathroom?" Be like, "No, I'm good." Like, well, your asshole just showed up on your forehead. <laughs> like, oh, I can hold it. You know, I'd rather you not. <laughs> In toilets, they could have like they would be face shaped, so you could put your face like right there on the porcelain. Uh-huh. <laughs> it would change the way our society operates. To a degree, I don't think I'd want to be a part of that society. You don't think that'd be because ho- you'd still have to pee out of your wiener. So you'd have special ba- you'd have two bathrooms per sex just for pooping and peeing. You would have to. Didn't they find a like a species of something that had multiple sexes? Yeah, I, re- I can't remember what it is now. Yeah. But you take a nice dumper out of your face? No, nah, I'm good. Just wipe off your forehead? Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> You'd have you'd have to have knee pads and hand pads like down on the floor so you could just put your you'd be on all fours and you put your face in the face shaped bowl. What if it was really one of the thick one and got stuck right up there? <laughs> well, I'm thinking it'd have different pipes. It wouldn't use your throat. That'd be horrible because your what breath I'm would always smell That's like, like shit. It'd still have to go through the neck. Oh yeah, you got to strain real hard, popping blood vessels in your eyes, and you come out with optical poptitude, and your yep. eyeballs are out looking around. That's how we and then as your butthole relaxes back to regular size, people would be like, man, you really took a big dumper in there, didn't you? That's how we become slugs. Diarrhea. And then trickle down your face. If you wet farted. Oh. Just imagine, it's it's normal skin, and then a butthole shows up, it's like... <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> Alright. Well, I know what a huge Kid Rock fan you are. Am I now? <laughs> no. Kid Rock ex- escorted off stage after lewd rant against Oprah Winfrey. Uh, lewd rant? Lewd rant. Kid Rock was recently escorted off the stage in Nashville after a rant centered on Oprah Winfrey. Okay. The singer, 48, is heard yelling, Fuck Oprah, from the stage of the Honky Tonk Bar, which he owns. So, if so he's you... escorted off his own stage. Yeah. He was so shit-faced in his own business that he had to get escorted off the stage for yelling fuck Oprah. Uh-huh. Kid Rock can... Damn it, sorry. Kid Rock continues. Oprah Winfrey is like, hey, I just want women to believe in this shit, he said in the video. Fuck her. She can suck dick sideways. All right, well, we know now he doesn't believe women are equal to men. True. 
The all summer long musician went on to say that that he knows many will label him racist for attacking Winfrey 65, to, to which he claims he would respond, okay, fine, fuck off. To bolster his claim that he isn't racist, Rock points out that he has similar distaste for the View host, Joy Behar, whom he previously called a bitch on live television. Again, that just goes to sexism there. Yeah. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just an honest guy. Saying I don't like Oprah Winfrey or Joy Behar, they can suck dick sideways. You know what that is? It's not sucking dick sideways, but you, like that's this that's twice he's repeated the same quote unquote insult. Uh-huh. Like that's that's like real redneck act act. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody learns a new phrase and they just want to say it a lot. Right. Like somebody just said somebody can suck dick sideways and he thought it was so funny and that that it came to his drunken blacked out mind. Oh boy! But I enjoyed that. Wasn't he running for a government office at one point in time? He too? said he was going to run for president. Yeah, he's not going to win either. Okay, do you want more fun-loving or gruesome? Surprise me. Woman slashes shopper's neck with box cutter in Walgreens. Fuck. <laughs> a woman shopping in a Mira Mesa Walgreens was slashed on the neck with a box cutter Saturday, causing life-threatening injuries. The victim was at the drugstore on Camino Ruiz north of Mira Mesa Boulevard, browsing in the cosmetic aisle. When the attack occurred, the alleged assailant, a 55-year-old woman, first threatened what? to hurt the victim. Yeah, first threatened to hurt hurt the victim. She then grabbed the customer by the hair, pulled her head back, and sliced her neck. Employees and the customers inside the store witnessed the attack and disarmed the assailant, detaining her for officers. The woman was arrested on attempted murder charge. Her name is not immediately released. The victim is 59, was taken to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. Okay, so it was elderly on elderly. Still, I would not have taken the weapon from her. I would have fucking tackled that bitch. Hell yeah. Hell no, that's not a fucking cool thing to do at all. No. I guess she's not on the corner of happy and healthy. No. Alright. I got two. Here we go. A Florida man Mm -hmm. faces several charges after being accused of punching an elderly man with whom told him to stop masturbating outside of a Florida supermarket. <laughs> Police said it happened Saturday afternoon around 5.30 p.m. So the sun's going down. It's a beautiful mm. it's a beautiful dusk uh-huh. as the sun falls down on the horizon. Mm-hmm. Upon arrival, police officers placed the defendant, identified as Carrie Dwayne Vandergriff, 39, in handcuffs. The victim told the officer he was observed observed Vandergriff in the parking lot intoxicated with pants down and masturbating in front of the supermarket. The victim says he approached Vandergriff to tell him to stop and that is when Vandergriff became upset and began to repeatedly punch him, causing a laceration on the side of the face. He told with his pants down. Do you think he punched him with his not jerking off hand? Or do you think he released his penis to start punching him with a more dominant hand? I would say it'd probably be the dominant hand. 
So you don't think he was still masturbating no. and throwing left hooks or right hooks, depending on? No. <laughs> think about free willy there for a few months. The arresting officer says he smelled a strong odor of alcohol from Vandergriff's breath. That ain't alcohol, buddy, if you know what I'm saying. He also said Vandergriff had bloodshot eyes, was unable to walk a straight line, had slurred speech. Police said Vandergriff was transported to Kendall Regional Hospital, where upon arrival, he continued to masturbate in the hallway in front of officers and medical staff. Interesting. He faces several charges, including battery on a person 65 or older, indecent exposure, and disorderly intoxication. He really just, he really had to get that nut out. Mm-hmm. It was making him do crazy Maybe things. Maybe he thinks it's the last one he'll ever get. I can't erase that. This looks like my buddy Eric. I didn't notice it until just now. Oh, wow. <laughs> I gotta send it to him. They're like, why are you jerking off? In front of supermarkets. This could be my favorite story of the week. We still got a few minutes, so it doesn't have to be the last. An Arizona man is stuck behind bars on felony robbery charges for stealing another man's burrito. Timothy Bell, 29, allegedly threatened someone in the street in Phoenix and took a burrito of a value less than $1,000, according to the charges. Bell, who was listed as homeless, took the burrito by force while making threatening statements. Give me your burrito, motherfucker! I'm gonna stab you! What burrito costs more than $1,000? Jesus Christ. <laughs> He was busted red-handed with the wrapper from the burrito he stole when cops stopped him after his alleged victim followed him. Bell was fingerprinted and booked. Without bond, he is scheduled to be arraigned next Friday. Bell's rap sheet includes two separate state prison terms and conviction of weapon possession, disorderly conduct, trespassing, and narcotics possession. He is currently on probation in connection with a 2015 Conviction for misconduct involving weapons, a felony for which he served nearly three years in custody. Do you think he inquired about the burrito first? I don't know. Like, hey man, what you got in there? Is that a chicken burrito? Mm-hmm. But he had no knife. Would you just give somebody your burrito? If they were trying to pull a knife on me, probably. Well, did it say he pulled the knife? I didn't think it said it pulled. Them. I don't know. I mean, you just said, but uh, who? I just thought of a story that you may not bring up, but go ahead and continue. Oh my! I'm getting a phone call, so I have to wait. Mm. You can bring it up. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, if you're eating and listening to this at the moment, you might want to consider pausing this until you're done. The hot diarrhea story continues. Oh yeah. Have you Sweet. not heard of this? Uh uh-uh. uh It's in oh, fucking hell. Canada. Ooh. This person has struck multiple times. Really? Mm-hmm. And it seems to be very specific places in university campus libraries. Yep. And he has a Home Depot bucket. Oh, that's good advertising. And he has been caught because of CC footage. Ha <laughs> And so many students had flooded the rooms where he was terrorizing them to see the court case. Yeah. 
So it was spread to our northern buddies. Was it the same guy or is no. it copycat poopers? Yeah, it was a different one. And serving up hot diarrhea in a bucket. That reminds me. I may still... There's a... I used to listen to this podcast and it's basically done right now. But they used to have this segment and it was called Scan BC. And it was the British Columbia police scanner. Mm-hmm. And they have a Twitter. And so they would tweet out all the crimes that the police got called in for. Mm-hmm. And most of the time they were just like real... Like stuff that in America you wouldn't call police for. Like it was supposed to be like... The, the other host talked about how sweet it was that, you know, like one guy got called for like stealing cookies or something. Right. I don't know. It was, I thought about taking it until and keeping it running while they're on break mm-hmm. and then letting it, letting them take it back over. Well, this sucks. I'm going to read what I got. Where the hell? Alright, this is airport workers share the most disturbing things they found when x-raying people's luggage. Working a baggage pier in the short in the shorter co-worker drops off an odd size item. Looking like a regular folding table. Did I read this? I don't think so. Oh. Looks like a regular folding table at, f- at first in one of our clear plastic bags. Coworker tells me it's an S&M table. Being the new guy, I thought he was messing with me. But then I looked closer. It was a folding table, but it was a folding table, but on one side was a T-shaped item labeled the jackhammer down the side. The other side of the table were some silver handcuffs, so it was an S&M table going to Ohio. Okay. I worked in left luggage lost property in an airport and we found some weird things. We had to take all the bags over to be scanned if they were found or handed in to us. People had a month to collect, call or collect it or it was donated to charity or disposed of. Here are some I can remember. Samurai swords. Backpack full of live crabs. Mmm. A suitcase filled entirely with empty monster energy cans. I bet that was my cousin's. <laughs> I'm talking maybe 30 cans. A bag of reborn baby dolls. A lot of moldy food. A lot of large knives. Weird looking sex toys. People's ashes. Like how do you carry the ashes of your loved one and leave them in a bag in the airport? Nice. I used to love the days where we'd go and sort through the out-of-date stuff because we'd see who found the weirdest thing. Sometimes you can come across a bag that just didn't make sense. That had, like, a towel, underwear, and then completely random items that you'd never travel with. The shit people try to get on a plane is absolutely crazy. We had a lot of campers and explorers who tried to use that as an excuse to take their machetes on board with them. Mm-hmm. They should take those and go watch Frozen 2 in England because they'll need it. Well, I thought that story would be better. Ah. Sorry, folks. All right. I got... 
still got plenty. About time to wrap it up, though. All right. So, this is the first week in a month, we'll say, that Popeyes hasn't been in the Generation Oblivious crosshairs. There's been fights, backdoor dealings. Mm-hmm. This one happened at Popeye's probably most direct competitor. Okay. Woman arrested for reportedly shooting KFC drive through window over missing fork and napkin. What the fuck? A Georgia woman was arrested after police said she shot it a drive through window in Shelby, Kentucky in October. Police were called to the KFC on October 28th after 33-year-old Jonelle Dare reportedly shot at the window. Several employees and customers were inside at the time. Witnesses say it was because she didn't receive a fork and napkin with her order. An arrest warrant and extradition request were issued for Dare. She was arrested Tuesday and police found a gun matching the description of the one she used at KFC. Dare is charged with wanton endangerment and criminal mischief. That's fucking insane. I like that one. We might just power through the rest of these and we can start fresh next week. Alright. Wife kills husband by squeezing his manhood. A middle-aged woman identified as Iki Eckharter has been arrested for allegedly killing her husband by squeezing his manhood. Sources said the woman had a quarrel with her late husband after accusing him of infidelity. Neighbors said the couple had always fought over alleged infidelity of the husband. Well, when there's smoke, there's fire. Sources said any time the man returned home late, the wife would accuse him of hanging out with other women... And the fight would ensue. On that fateful day, a source said that the deceased slapped his wife after a fracas and the woman went for his trousers and held onto his manhood in a violent manner. The man was said to have collapsed and later confirmed dead at the hospital. God damn. It was learned that the men of the homicide department of the Edu State Police Command are currently investigating the murder. Sources say... Sources at the police department said that the suspect has blamed the incident on the devil. (laughs) Oh, good lord. Well, this is clearly in uh, Africa. Maybe he needed to get one of those turtle shells. Remember the guy that was getting butt-fucked by the ghost Mm -hmm. and hung up a turtle shell? Yep. You know how I know he was guilty, though? How? Because he never offered to let her smell his dick. Okay. I'm just saying. Like, if somebody were to, like, latch onto my genitals, mm-hmm. I would just be like, smell it. I didn't do it. Smell it. Because <laughs> that's the only thing that could save you at that point. Mm-hmm. And if it smelled like another girl's twang-twang, or smelled like Irish bar soap, then you're screwed. Like, it needs to smell like a day's worth of sweat. Right. Am I wrong? You know, they might have gone to shower afterwards. 
Yeah, so then you're guilty because why do you smell like Irish Spring in the middle? At, I mean, in the you evening? don't have to necessarily use that soap. Well, that's, that has a very distinct odor. It could be Dove or Dial. Maybe maybe he uses a nice Axe old... Body spray? I was going to say maybe he uses a nice Old Spice body wash. Be like, hey, why does your dick smell like a swagger? Alright, I think I got one more story. That was in Nigeria, by the way. Let me just double check. There's a couple more stories. They're more... They're not as... Well, this isn't fun. This is bananas. Oh, okay. This is crazy. If we had it looks an looks crazy by if, that picture. If we had an award for craziest bitch, this, this woman would get it. I told I told the wife I said this lady went. There's a term in baseball called batting the cycle. It's when you get a single, a double, a triple, and a home run all in the same game. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to be in that order, but when you get all four of those in one game, right? Like it's very rare, very hard to do. But this woman woman was trying to bat the crazy cycle. Mother, 36, is charged with murdering her two children, eight and four. And bestiality with the family dog after her kids were found unresponsive hanging from a leash in the basement. What? (laughs) Lisa Snyder is charged with first and third degree murder, endangering the welfare of children, and animal cruelty, including intercourse with an animal. She's accused of hanging her son Connor 8 and Brindley 4 from a dog's leash in their Pennsylvania home. Snyder claimed Connor was being bullied and was suicidal, and he hanged his sister because he did not want to die alone. Officials say there is no evidence that the boy was suicidal. He had a disability that would have prevented him from tying nooses. You would think that that would be... A key. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Cops say that they uncovered Snyder's Google search related to suicide by hanging and carbon monoxide poisoning. You go to the library and do that on a public computer. Mm Mm-hmm. If you were so inclined. The mother of three, she only killed two of her kids? Allegedly told her witness she was depressed and didn't care anymore about her kids. Investigation also uncovered evidence of a bestiality, of bestiality involving Snyder and her dog, a husky pit bull mix. What the fuck? It's a lot to chew on there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But I, I asked the question, and I immediately got shut down and told to shut up. But can you sexually accost a male dog? You know, like, is it cruelty to animals if, if a woman lets a dog hump her? <laughs> I don't know how to respond. <laughs> I'm just saying... I don't know. Like, I could see where it would be traumatizing for a female dog to have a, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a little voice in my head to tell me to stop this conversation, but there's another <laughs> voice inside my head telling me to keep going. So I don't know what to do. I'm trying to read the room. I don't know how to read you. I, I, I don't know if you're finding this enjoyable and you want to see what other crazy shit I, I'm going to say or if you just want to go home and hide. I don't know. You're probably going to have to take another <laughs> shower after this. <laughs> I guess we could use this as a bullet point. 
have people come in, get online and vote. Okay, <laughs> I suppose. But it came back around to bestiality. I'm mm-hmm. glad we're back. It's been a minute. I'm glad we're back in it. That's what the dog the, said. The beaver was a thing. <laughs> so we'll see. I was trying to describe the podcast to somebody, and I said, you know, because remember there for a while, like it was, we were like trending to be the butthole podcast because something mm-hmm. was, going, and we've got we've got I mean, all there's... stories today. We've got mm-hmm. burning buttholes. We've yep. got bestiality, violence at a at a at a restaurant. Yeah, violence at a fast food restaurant. All right. Well, we've almost hit our hour mark. So do you have anything? Any parting words? Don't bleach your asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have anything. Um, if you really want to get out. See, I wouldn't know how long to sunbathe my, my perineum. I imagine you wouldn't. it would it would burn quickly. Because that's mm-hmm. probably a place it's never sensitive. seen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs>